0: What's up, everyone? It is another episode of Baseball Rants. Um, half of the, uh, the host of The Ranters, Jeff Himes, at J-H-X-L-I-V, or I go by fours here when Jeremy calls me out. Jeremy, what's up, man? What's going on? Coach Kilgore here. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know how many episodes we're in now, like seven, eight, nine. Something, something like somewhere that, that yeah. Good enough to keep rolling. Yeah, we're having fun. I love it. it. Side note, I uh, was listening to the Art of Pitching podcast yeah. With a baseball fam. Yeah. And he said, um To be successful on a podcast and it's stat driven, that I think the magic number is eight. The majority of podcasts stop after eight. Yeah. Side, little just a little now that you said that a little so side. I note, work in but,
1: sales too. And you don't normally get to talk to the uh decision maker until at least eight to twelve tries. Really? So it's a losing game for a long time. You feel like such a dork or a loser going in. Right. Uh, He doesn't want to talk to you today. Yeah, I'm going to still come back. But, no, we're coming back. Yeah. Good info today. Have a little fun. Probably not as in-depth as the last few weeks. Sure. But uh, let's go. Let's do it. So I, I think that it was a fun week. Saw a few minor injuries. Nothing stands way out in my mind unless it does for you. Not really. Uh, but, Jeff, we're a weekend now. Mm-hmm. What shocks you today? What shocks you on, what is today, the 4th? April
0: 4th. Um, to, to tell you the truth, I'm a little shocked of the, the Cubs' overall record. 2-4? and four? Yep. Um, they, uh, played, played pretty lousy against Miami to start, um you know the the uh can't, the postpone of the game yesterday but um another thing that well no it doesn't shock me because i talked on it um uh, yeah. looked good um you know if he can develop that third pitch Oh, um, scary yeah um so that that shocks me i'm shocked that otani played as well as he did so second bomb back to back days yep. hitting bombs and um, uh, pitched yeah
1: okay yeah not um, not the worst that you've ever seen yep what um, about you what do you got Otani was my first Okay. Uh, He really came out Maul was really, really good Uh, How about We talk about this Yankees team Okay Or how about no? Let's talk about something you've talked about first How bad is the Red Sox bullpen? Awful How many innings did they play the other day? It was
0: 14 or something when I turned it off Yeah, something like that Are you talking about yesterday's game? Was it yesterday, two days ago? They all blend together, man uh, I know yesterday Chris Sale um, uh, pitched against Miami, yes. and they win extras in, against Miami. That's so. right. That's Yeah, Sale was on the mound. Um, and, no, I, I think that bullpen needs a lot of help. I think, you know, and I, I don't know if I've said this on air, but I know I've said it off air plenty. They have, a, you know, one of the top, I, I would say a one, tier one rotation in baseball. Absolutely. I mean, just, you know, not the best, but, you know, but I think with um, uh, Price and Sale and uh, Drew Pomeranz when he's not injured and, the, you know, the whole thing with Stephen Wright and the. Yeah. Um, cool. But I think that they don't have anything in the middle other than Joe Kelly to get them to Craig Kimbrell. So, bad. Not to, you know, take up a whole lot of time, but not good. Not good. Not, not, not good.
1: good. At all. Uh, Aaron Hicks thinks he's going to be back soon already. 10-day DL, I kind of like uh, – it gives them some flexibility. Get some other guys some at-bats early to kind of see what you have.
0: Right. And um, I, lo- I I personally like the 10-day DL, which is – I love the 10-day Is DL. new this year. Last year. Last year. Um, I like it. You know, it's it, – it just – how many times are you – have you seen prior, you know, you get a guy that's injured, oh, we'll put him on the seven-day, and then it's – what was it, seven – Seven was the uh, concussion only. Okay.
1: So it was seven, and then fifteen, fifteen, and then sixty, right? And then you could there used to be a thirty day DL, right? But that kind of got scratched, and so it went th- right. from the fifteen to the sixty. But what what I really like too is uh, this was a while back that they retroactive to hey he hasn't played for three days it's not healing like we thought right we can go retroactive to March thirty first on Saturday right, or whatever right, I right, love right, that right. I love that idea yep. so. Um, but, no, I really like what uh Yankees are doing. Three big bombs
0: today. Judge mm-hmm. hit one. Uh, who else hit bombs for them? I know I'd be shocked if one of them wasn't D.D. Gregorius. No, Gregorius didn't. Did he? Not? No? Okay. No. But uh, I think that they got
1: – if I read it right, I think there was three home runs, though. And now my computer just definitely froze, which obviously is going to happen right when you're trying to look up who all hit home right. runs. Right. No, uh, but... Judge hit one. Stanton hit one. Okay. And uh, who was the third home run? Sanchez. Sanchez hit one Okay, well. yeah. And uh, that's a lot of bombs. They're going to hit. Between them, I, I, I bet 150 between them.
0: So you're going back on my... That was one of my hot Yours takes? Yours was
1: 110 between the 110, two, but I said... I'm saying that between the three, I bet oh. 150.
0: Okay. Yes, no. Okay. Oh. I could see it. Absolutely. Um, no, I think... Uh, I. I. Just because I am who I am, I, ha- I don't want to buy into the Yankees. I don't want to support the Yankees, man. Don't want to, but you have to. Man. I they're, know. They're solid right now. Um, I think another thing... I, I'm going on a, a rant kind of down the rabbit hole. What are we, six games in, mostly? We should be six games six in. Six
1: games in, but... We'll
0: hit on that here in a little bit. Um, too. I'm I'm up in the air still about the uh, the six, um, mound visits. Yeah, I don't think it's come into play yet. I haven't heard. I I
1: saw that the Cubs had six the other day.
0: Okay, um, but, but it I don't, didn't really make make no, any difference. And I know we're at, like I said a very small sample size, but you know I feel like I might have. I hate to give Manfred the benefit of the doubt, but I don't know if it's going to be as big of a deal as we initially thought. Manfred is a clown. He still is. I could see it. I don't know how it's going to work in a playoff
1: setting. That's where it becomes interesting. Right. Uh, let's, let's get through more than a week of the game here. Right. It, it, it is a big part of that, too. So, no, I, I get that. I get that. Uh, I like what the Braves are doing today. Uh, MLK Jr. patch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really like seeing that. Yep. I tell you, a guy that's kind of shocked me how hard he's come back out is after the injury is Adam Eaton. Yes. He had a series and a half, and then the yeah. catch he had, I is mean. There,
0: is there a, a, a hotter hitter right now? No.
1: Absolutely not. Five no? five hits, career high on Saturday, I believe. Uh, two bombs. Made that catch, like I said today, just kind of shocks you how yeah. how quick he's come back. Sure. And, and What's great for that Nationals lineup, and I want to talk about the Nationals. Okay, is that Nationals lineup has him sixth or seventh in the order? Mm-hmm. It's really nice not to have to have a guy that's probably leading the world in hitting right now. Right, be the guy you count on. Mm-hmm. Is there a one, two, three that you don't want to see more in the league than Gonzalez at three, Strasburg at two? Um. I don't. I don't know. I think because oh, most teams that are in the playoffs have an ace, but right. is there a two-three that you want to say? I, I, let me rephrase that. A two-three that you want to go in a three-game series, especially right now. Right now, who 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 challenges that?
0: I want to say the Mets. I, I think that but they're number two. I yeah. I think a lot of it depends on um, what. Harvey what Matt Harvey comes out that day and I think that's where that where that Mets team is really gonna have to you know test what see how battle-tested they really are is how and I know Matt Harvey Matt Harvey may not even be a three I think he may be a four yeah DeGrom though you know that what he's gonna bring yeah and Harvey
1: is a three possibly a four okay so
0: yeah so it'd be it'd be DeGrom Harvey yeah yeah or Vargas. I mean or yep, I think who is injured right now, I yes, think. Yes, yes. Yeah.
1: But overall, I think that the Mets are the closest thing to it, but I don't think there's a 1 through 3 that I'm scared more of than the Nationals
0: right now. I, I don't know, man. I think going Mets are close, but I could see another team that I think sneaks up um, for our market is Kershaw, Wood, and Rich Hill.
1: Uh, I I guess that's pretty close too. But what's Rich Hill gonna be? Is he gonna be what we've seen in the last few years? Or I mean, the guy's older than dirt type of feeling. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean. I mean, Rich Hill is 38 years old. Hmm. How long is he gonna do this? And how long is he gonna be, uh, elite? And here's the other thing too. Uh, he's not even started yet. But or they're they're talking about skipping him in the order already. Are they? Yeah. So uh, threat of rain on tonight's game, and that might push him back even a little bit more to go against Stratton from the uh, Giants. So uh, does Rich Hill though even do that anymore? I don't think so. I don't think there's a better starting three that scared me more. They're all three of them were in the top six in ERA last year. Pretty darn good. Yeah. Gio Gonzalez is your three starter.
0: Yeah, I've never been a real big fan. I mean I I know that he, gets up, yeah. he gets up there and he really, you know, says here it is, here. Here's I love what his mentality got. on the yeah. I love it.
1: Yep. Like I'm gonna bring this and, and try to beat me. And some mm-hmm. days he'll get beat. Yep. But I love his passion. Uh, Harper on fire too. That guy yep. I love I'm a Reds fan, like I, we've talked about up teen times. And then I loved I was watching the game and somebody yells, Harper, you're overrated and the next pitch is just Murdered. Yep. Hammered. It was about dead center to left center field, four thirty four. I mean, just right. When you look and you go, see a ball, like, wow, this guy is just freakish.
0: I think I I'm I'm a big Harper fan, and the question I I watched the game last night. I I missed the home run. I got uh Julio uh, Teheran on my fantasy team. Yeah. So I was watching that game on MLB.tv. Um, TV. And there's just – there's something different about Bryce Harper when he gets into that box. And I have to question every time he comes in the box why anyone – I think there's a select – you know, Jose Altuve, um, you know, Yelich, Xander Bogarts lately. There's these guys that you can't – you have to challenge them differently. You can't – you have to challenge them, you know – Backdoor breaking stuff, hard stuff on the corners only. And why do people still pitch to this guy? That's what I always ask myself. The problem is
1: with a guy like Harper, and and you kind of touched on it, you've got to set pitches up. And a setup pitch can be out of the zone, and some people don't understand that. Right. A setup pitch does not have to be anything, you know, a, a fastball on, you know, down and out. That can be a ball in the dirt that. You know, you think that gets away. No, you set that up to be in the dirt. Right. you set that up. And what I, I like, too, is a lot of catchers, I wish I would have been able to do more of this, is you set a target up, especially a ball that runs, and a lot of uh, two-seamers run, mm-hmm. is you set up where you want them to to, the hitter to, you know... But it's going to run back over the middle of the plate. It happens. As long yep. as you don't leave it up, you're okay. Right. And so you got to set Harper up. You've got to set the Trouts up. You've mm-hmm. got to set these guys up. Some guys are straight, I'm going to guess what's coming. Mm-hmm. And if I guess right, I'm connecting. And other guys are coming to my zone and I'm going to hit the ball. Mm-hmm. And if you beat me out of my zone, congratulations. And I think that's there's two different mindsets for elite hitters.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And... I'm going to go with Harper, who he knows what's coming most of the time, I think, or right. a trout. Mm-hmm. And then I think there's the technicians, and I think uh, Brian is a technician. I think Longoria was a technician for a long time. I think Votto's a technician where they're not chasing the ball out of their zone. Right. They're, they're forcing you by not expanding the zone at all for you sure. as a pitcher. So I think there's two different hitting philosophies that go into it as well.
0: Right. And I I would agree I'm not saying you either of I or um, myself or you were elite hitters. Mm-hmm. No. I always found, you know, during my college days, the highest level that I ever played, I always found I couldn't be a guy that guessed. Because if I would guess fastball, you know, it would be a changeup or a curveball, I felt I could react a little bit better with just you know, the old, the adage, you know, sit, fastball, adjust. And that's what I kind of made my living on because, you know, I would hit the fastball well. I had enough control that, you know, like I, I talked. if I knew I had enough self-awareness to know that an inside pitch, and I think the older some of these guys get, like for me an inside pitch, I knew I couldn't hit that for a, a high percentage. Okay. So you take that pitch. Yeah. Um, And then... Once you get with two strikes, you battle, and I and I think a guy like Trout or Altuve, even Harper, I don't think there's one ounce of fear of batting with two strikes in their mind. No. I mean, there's like, no. you know, you see some guys that get down 0-2. Javi Baez is a perfect example. If he's down 0-2 or 1-2. He, he should be beat 90% of the time. He, if you, yes, and I don't, I, I there's just something different about Harper, just in general, that. I really love. Not a, great, a good outfielder, not a great outfielder. No, he's not a defensive guy. Um, he's not out there for the defense. But makes his money, you know, at the plate, man. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's okay though.
1: Uh see, I I came in with the thought process if you hang a curveball, hammer it. But I'm not swinging at the curveball cuz I'm di- or I'm, I'm pounding into the ground 100% right. of the time. That's right. just Now, if you hang one and it broke just high enough to where you're finishing right about knee level. I'm trying to come up the middle with it all day. Yeah. But I was yeah. fastball and react. Fastball and react all day. Throw me a fastball because that's the easiest pitch for me to hit. So right. I always was a fastball hitter. I didn't... I could work a count if I needed to. I knew where, where I was in a situation. Sure. I always wanted to be a situational hitter. If that was hitting yeah. leadoff, if that was hitting ninth, there was always a plan in my mind of what my job was. Right. And so... Uh, and especially as I got into college I hit you know 7th 8th ninth a lot when I was younger yep. just go hit the ball. Yep. That that that's a nice place to be. I don't have to be the technician. I'm uh, you know drive a ball and if they beat me they beat me. Yep. So that that's some of that. But I think there's different philosophies to that sure. and I think Harper Harper just says beat me if you can. Absolutely. Altuve is just a freak. Yeah? You know, Jean uh, Carlos can be beat though. He is not a technician up there. No, I mean, he is. I'll hammer the ball when you leave it out for me.
0: Like yesterday, I believe he went over five with five Ks in yeah. yesterday's game.
1: Yeah. And some the the New York fans, New York can't have two superstars apparently no. because
0: they were boo- five games in and they're booing him. They're booing him yeah. and then he hammered that ball today.
1: Right. Uh, you know,
0: come on. Right. Um, I'm curious and I, I don't know if we, I don't know, I, I don't want to blindside you here. No. What's your biggest disappointment so far? Oh, I'd have to say
1: the Cubs' offense. You think so? Okay. Uh, I'm going with the Cubs' offense right now. Okay. It, what was it? Like 19, 20 straight innings of no runs? It's got
0: to be close, yeah. It, it, two and four. It's not the pitching. The pitching's been good enough to win. Yeah. But – I think that bullpen's better than what people were giving credit for, too. Absolutely. absolutely. I think uh, C-Sheck's done a good job coming out. Yeah. strapped
1: uh, though, the other day uh, – I'm not convinced his his role is the 8th inning. 7th inning guy, I like him. I don't think he's the 8th inning guy.
0: No, I think you'd go um, C-Sheck, you know, long relief. You've got Montgomery if you need to. I think you'd go uh, Strope, Edwards Jr., then Morrow in a safe situation. That's what I think. Um, Let's see. I'm going to branch off here. My my biggest disappointment, and it's a player first, but then it translates to the team, it's the point oh five three hitting 205th-ranked – granted, we're only five games in – 205th-ranked hitter right now out of 207, Evan Longoria, for the Giants. Wow. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's one for 19. His one his hit has been a home run in RBI. But it translates to the Giants, man. I think, you know, the, the snowball effect happened there. Their opening day starter was Ty Block. Ty Blatch. Block. Whichever it is. Och. Yeah. That's their opening day starter, and, and you're scratching your head going, "Who's this guy?" Here? Yeah, and I I know you know they they split they split that opening series with the Dodgers, scoring a total of two runs. <laughs> with with Evan Longoria, with Cutch, with Brandon Belt, which Joe Panic Joe Panic's picking up his weight. Panic's hitting second in that lineup right now. Yeah, so. um, but po- Posey's been off to a slow start. Um, but this Giants team, you know, it it I my two my way too early prediction is this team it's going to be a long season out west for that giants that giant squad.
1: Uh, I can see that. I definitely can see that especially with the injuries on the pitching staff. Yep. Uh here here's a shocker to me as well. I'm going back. Pittsburgh okay. Pirates are 4-0 right now. Yeah.
0: I mean, did you see that coming? Uh no. And you know, from from a different angle there, they um, the they started off against the Tigers though, yeah. Which they were up, blew a lead, and then won it back. Yeah. Um, um. Felipe Rivero came in in an non save situation, gave up four. Yeah. Rained out. They won two on Sunday. Yeah. Um. I. I'm not gonna comment a whole lot because I, I, I haven't seen them a whole lot. I haven't looked yeah. at a lot of their stats. I know they're four zero. Um. You know where does the leadership come from? That that David that freeze. I he, think he's hitting 500 for him right is now. Is he?
1: Yeah, so, which is not... He's only played two games, but Bell has just been on fire. But the guys that you expect to aren't the ones leading the team, per se. Now, they're not doing awful, but uh, Harrison's hitting two seventy-eight. Okay. And Marte's two fifty. Yeah. It's four games in. I get that. Right. But these aren't the guys that you just expected. No. And
0: Marte almost had a cycle. Right. Okay. And, uh, you know... That that one shocks me a little bit. Yeah, I'll take it a step deeper. They're currently... um, um, uh, in second tried, inning right now, aren't they? Um, I'm not sure. I, I'm going off oh, of just okay, team sorry. stuff. No, four games in here. Um, batting 266. Good for eighth in, in the show right now, eighth in the majors. Yeah. Um, let's see. They have struck out 30 times, which is the high, the, the least amount. Granted, they played two less games, but, um, uh, two stolen bases here. Um, Five home runs, twenty four RBIs, twenty walks, eight you know eight doubles, a triple. Um,
1: you know what that sounds like? Sabermetrics paradise. Yeah, they're getting on base. Yep, and two out hitting. So, like we so said, we're not going, going to me, yeah. super in depth today, right? Are you an RBI fan then? Are you? Uh, is that a huge stat in your mind? Um, as. A fan, or like as a player, or no, as a broadcaster now slash fan, because we're not on the field anymore. Right. I think games are
0: won with two out hitting, personally. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think you have to be. I think at some point, I think you you have to be because it shows, you know, um, however you're looking at it, that. I'm not even going to go two out hitting. It's showing that there are clutch at bats coming up. You know, yeah. I and it, you look down, I'm looking at the uh the top, you know, offensive stats as a team right now. Um and the only contradiction I see to that is the Mets are currently hitting 289, good for second in the league yeah. with 17 RBIs. Only the Braves are hitting 297, leading the circuit. But with forty-five RBIs, so I don't—I—I'm I, not looking at it on paper to see which one translates to wins more. No, but I think you have to. I think I don't
1: think you win. Well, they're—they're they're the top two in the yeah. in the East right now. But we're a weekend, the, right? We're taking everything that we see almost with a grain of salt right yep. now because anybody can lead the world in hitting after a week, right. after two weeks, even. But let's talk long term. It's like I look at fantasy football. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys might be good, solid players, but take give me a guy that's done it for a while. Give right. me a Julio Jones. He had a bad year last year. Give right. me a Julio Jones. Okay. Give when, give me a guy
0: that. Give me a Rizzo. Oh
1: yeah. G- you know. So. I think
0: in in you know what I what I've one thing I've taken the most. I'm going to rant here. Go. The most I've taken away. The the biggest thing I've taken away from doing this podcast with you is, I was. Never until the last couple of years bought into sabermetrics, but one thing that you've shown me here is um, the I, I, I no longer can hang my hat on average alone. No, and you know, like I, I switched it over here, and the Mets are leading all thirty major league clubs um, on on base percentage at three ninety one. Yeah, so I've started to kind of you know look at who's getting on base and then slugging percentage, who's who's doing more than a single. Mm-hmm. You know, who's actually hitting the ball for power? Right now the White Sox are leading 564 and slugging. The second is the Angels at 5 or, uh, excuse me 484. Yeah. So that's quite the difference there. Um
1: and so, the White Sox uh, that Central is really bad. They're leading the Central right now
0: at a 2-2 record. And they lead on base plus slugging at 923. So that's the kind of stuff that I've started to to um really start to look at along with Win and losses with pitchers. I think that, you know, if we're looking at it from the the aspect that we do, there's a lot more than just average and wins and losses. Like, I know you're a big advocate of get away with, you know, do away with it. Track quality starts. I think
1: quality start needs redefined as well, though. Okay. Uh, Three runs over six innings is not quality in my mind. (sighs) Give me seven innings of a two to three run ball, and I'm going, that's quality.
0: Okay. I could tell.
1: But. Uh, I changed my mind. I'll I'll say this. I was my first year coaching, and I asked the head coach, why do you have this guy batting fifth? It's a guy that you know, so we're just not going to get into the name right now. Okay. And I said, he strikes out a lot. He's not putting the ball in play enough. I think your five hitter's got to put the ball in play more. I said, Mm -hmm. I understand he can be a big bopper, but why not hit him seventh? He's a young guy, and he goes, because if you look at his slugging – when he is getting hits, he's hitting 250-ish, but he's getting hits that are driving in runs, and he's getting are, uh, in scoring position quite often. Sure. Uh, you know, like a third of his hits were extra base, or uh, half his hits were extra base for a while. Right. And he said, look how deep he's getting into a lot of at-bats. He is striking out. Yes, that is what we have to work on with him. Right. He was a sophomore at the time. But overall, uh, he he was a guy that... Uh, 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 just needed uh, to get more seasoned. And and he goes, I want him to be in a tough situation. And so it's one of those that you go, hey, I understand now that there's a little bit more to it. If the guy's not getting on as much as you want, but he's driving in the run, there's just some fine line things. But if I am setting up a team too, though, I, I had this conversation with someone today. And they said, can you have uh six Billy Hamiltons if you have Corey Kluber if you have Kershaw if you have Geo Gonzalez if you have you know name your starting five or six can you have five or six Billy Hamiltons and I don't know how to answer that 100% I think that you can have guys that don't get on base or or don't do some things if they have some electric behind them but if they're not if they're not bringing something special to the table you just can't have a guy that's going to hit 14 bombs a year a guy that is going to not get on a ton and there's just a lot to it i think that that goes deeper but if you build your team fully around solid pitching can you win a lot of games still i i, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to any of that i think it it's who what you value in your front office so if I'm you, Jeff, are you valuing guys that are a little under-the-radar pitching, young guys, or are you valuing guys that you that are is pitching? And a perfect example of this goes somewhat to the Cubs. How, okay. many, how many guys are on their rookie contracts in the infield? Four of the five. Yeah, still quite a bit. And how many guys in the outfield? Two of the three, three of the four. Right. So you have Zobris as your bench guy, and you have Hayward, and you have Rizzo, and then your money's tied up in pitching. Right. So, there's a few philosophies, I guess, to look at it through.
0: No, and and I agree. One aspect uh, of what you said there, that I have a hard time paying real money to a guy like um, Hamilton. I do, too. I hate I, that I, he
1: starts for the Reds.
0: You know, for him, his best aspect is his wheels. I get that. But he's got to get on base to do that. And I think... Can't steal first! I think if you look... You know, over the last couple of years, I think he's getting on base less and less. Yeah. He's less, you know, I think people have kind of figured him out. Um, I, that's a hard question to answer because you like a young guy, um, but also you, you want those leadership guys, and you know what you're getting with them. I think with some of the young guys, you know, imagine yourself coming up in the Dodgers organization. And you're starting your first game at Dodger Stadium against the Giants, regardless of how good or how poor they are. That's a big stage to be on. Or at Yankee Stadium against the Red Sox. You know, you look at it either way. I. This is the reason why I'm not a GM of a team. You know, I. It's it's a, it's a, a valid question. Do you yep. come out with four or five aces, and, and get what you
1: get out of some production? And why the Cubs have been successful is because they have been able with so many rookie contracts that have panned out, which means that they've done really well in the advanced scouting.
0: Right, and and I think in any sport, baseball is the toughest one when you're drafting, you know, because no other other than I think hockey. No other major sport recruits straight out of high school or has the option to come straight out of high school. I think that there's a lot of 18-year-olds that people, you know, 18, 19. Well, and I think
1: that it doesn't translate the same I, compared right. to a lot of other sports. Football, I don't think, translates the same. Right. I don't think that baseball dude the, the top two in my mind. Right. Golf translates the same. Right. Hockey translate a lot of the way; it's the same. Right. It, basketball easily translates the same. Right. You know, but absolutely.
0: I mean, you know, just off the top of your head, who's who's the last number one overall pick that you've seen that's made a real big splash? Dansby Swanson hasn't been that guy, really. Um, um, uh, Justin Upton has done has has done well, but there's not a lot of those big. You know, first, you know, Bryant's done well. You know, Mark, we've talked about Mark Capel not yeah. even in baseball anymore. No, just um, s- said that he tried a few different things. They didn't work out a nine ERA. He was done. Right. Um, so, I, I, you know, I think you're putting a lot of, um, you know, you can't hang your hat on those first, you know, first-round guys. Um so I don't know, man. That's, there, there's know. a lot of
1: ways to look at it. Yeah, there, Not a right or wrong right, per se, right. right now. But if you're sitting back and waiting on the, the three-run bombs like they used to for right. a lot of teams, the Sabermetrics right. has changed the game some.
0: You think pitching is overweight hitting?
1: I think that the strike zone becoming a Nats rear... You know? it, it, it's so tiny it's changed a lot of the game yep. and I think that's why you're seeing more sluggers get paid what they are right. because that strike zone thanks Barry Bonds has become you know trying to hit a fly right It's just excuse me just not very big and I think that that's changed part of the game yeah so I agree I don't know Jeff we could we could sit and rant we said we're not going to get deep today let's not get deep okay so uh I, I want to talk fun stuff today okay so uh What's the call to
0: the closer? We talked about this. Um, The call to the closer... um, I had a couple different ones. I think one that I'm going to go with here is... Would you rather be a lights-out pitcher? Okay. Like a Clayton Kershaw? Okay. Or... I don't know. I, I think this is would be right. Or would you rather be the five star, um, you know, hitter hitter defense, um, you know, someone that plays in the lineup every day like a Trout? Or would you rather be the lights out ace that they're the going Kershaw. to? Yeah, like Kershaw in Game Seven. I am
1: going with Trout. Okay. I like being an everyday guy. Yeah. I think that there's a lot more to contribute to the team, and I think that that would be what I would do. I would be the everyday guy. I, I want to be out there. I feel like I'm not in control of the game, but I control much more of the game than some of these other guys. Sure. If you're only out there once every fifth time, you know, if Clayton could pitch every game in the playoffs, it's different. Right. You know, it, it, and so I think that's where baseball's evolved and changed. So, and especially with how many relievers, you know, relievers, it used to be five and five mm-hmm. and 15 guys, yep. 10, or, you know, seven, eight, nine deep on your bench. Now it's become that these guys are specialists one inning guys. You, you how many times if you see in a game that your team is winning does a guy pitch more than an inning? Right? Rare. Right. So, and not a lot of bullpens are set up with a nasty boys with mm-hmm. with with three guys that just scare the crap out of you. Right. And each one throwing harder than the other kind of feeling. Sure. So, I think that I want to be the Superstar, you know, Hall of Fame guy, mm-hmm. the King Griffey Juniors of the world. By the way, side note that. Did you see D. Gordon? Uh-uh. D. Gordon hit a bomb from the left side, said he worked with Griffey in the off season on center field and kind of paid homage to how he finishes it back because he knew he hit it. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty huh. fun watch. I'll have to check it out. You have to watch that. But yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm gonna be the everyday guy. Okay. What what are you doing, Jeff?
0: I'm going ace of the staff. I, you know, I want to be that guy that the manager, you know, picks in you know game seven of the World Series, game seven of the championship series. I want them to say, "Here's the ball, mow all these hitters down." I want to know what it feels like to throw 95, 96, just rocket arm. Um, you know, I think it takes a special kind of person. Maybe not as crazy as a closer. I think, but it takes a special kind of competitor to pitch in the major leagues every fifth day, which I'm still okay with. That I think, you know, if if um, it's just nostalgia to me, just to go out there and and be the center guy. No one's there to help you. You know, you don't have you well, don't like have
1: baseball's great because you can't take a knee. Right, you can't hold the ball in the backcourt for. Five seconds, you're able to cross the half court line. You still got to throw
0: it over the plate.
1: You still have to
0: beat them till the last pitch, right? And and to me, I I don't know if there's, you know, how big a time, you know, how big is it when, you know, you've been watching playoff baseball and you see a big strikeout from anyone, you know, I'll I'll keep it to the starter because that's what my question was. You know, how big is it when, you know, you get into a jam and you come out and you know, knock out two Ks right back to back? It's there's nothing better. And Nothing's better than when you go score two or three, and you come out and just hammer nine,
1: ten, twelve pitch innings. Right. Of hammered by a guy, just blew it by. Especially a good player, a yeah. solid player. Yep. You know, if you if you're going out and Gold Goldie's up there, and you yeah. hammer one under his hands, and you go, "Dare you to hit this?" Yeah, it's great. Yeah.
0: So that's that's where I would sit. That's fair. Yeah.
1: So we we talked about this a little bit in our prep too. The Players Association begged for the uh, the, the changes to start earlier. Mm-hmm. And that's why the, you saw them start and there's snow on the ground, you know. Yeah. And, and March, a week and a half earlier, a week early, was to try to get, you know, an extra couple scheduled days off. Well, that's really backfired. Do you think the Players Association's frustrated with themselves going, now we're playing more doubleheaders, we're, we're seeing more snow outs than anything, What's your thought process there? Is it smart of the Players Association, hey, the dog days of August stink? Or are you going,
0: hey, in the end, come on? I I think you've got to say, what are we doing here? You know, just looking it over, we have one, two, three, four, Detroit's five. The five. We've had two. We've had five teams here that have only played four games, and we have two teams that have played seven. Um you know, I understand wanting to give the players more off days, because um, it is a long season. Regardless if you know if you're a veteran or if you're you know a, a rookie, it's a long grind. But you know this change has not—I don't think has looked good. I don't think so either. No, I mean you know if you know there's a. Lot I understand se- both sides of it. Yeah, um, but I think the um, Tigers. Yeah, they've had two
1: cancellations.
0: Yep, and the Reds have had a cancellation and a pushback. Um, I I just don't think it's a good look. I, I didn't see anything wrong. And I understand them wanting to have every... well. And it started game one because they wanted every team to play game one, and I think there were two cancellations.
1: Two, Detroit and Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, so Detroit and Philadelphia. Did Phillies cancel too? Whoever the whoever the the Tigers played to start the season, oh, or was it was Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, yeah. So they were delayed, or they were canceled, um, and so was the Nationals and Reds. They picked up, um, you know the I, here just spitballing. Why didn't did you question at all why the Reds and Cubs didn't play today, even though they were both off a lot? I thought just move it to a one ten start. Yeah.
1: It, and be done with it. Be done with it. But I think that weather probably oh, looking yeah. at it was going just, it's not going to happen. Yep. But the, my problem is, too, it used to be the rules, I don't know if it still is, that there were like uh, the first six weeks, every other week you had to have a game off or a day off. Well, these guys aren't as tired. In, in August, they would almost every team would get like one game off for the month. Right. So I'm like, no. So maybe reschedule. These guys, they come back, but they're still fresh. They're still fresh yeah. in in April and May, right? So schedule or go to this. Go to an every six six days a week they play. Every team plays six days a week, and then have Mondays as a makeup day or right. Thursdays, whatever it is.
0: See, and I I'd be okay with that. This, the schedule really has I've questioned because like did another a two game series, yeah, in a division rival. Yeah, like didn't make a whole lot of sense and I understand you have to do that because they want an interleague game every day, which I I get it, but you know, how many how many Red Sox fans other than, you know, how many Red Sox fans or Marlins fans are thrilled that they're playing each other? None? No, and and I you we kind of touched on it earlier, you know, that Easter game with the Cubs and Miami, there was no one at that game. No.
1: The the Easter numbers were Awful. Like, yeah. how many teams under fifteen thousand, seventeen thousand, twenty two, and only one sellout?
0: Yeah, it was. It, it was just a head
1: scratcher. Should have started on the second. Yeah. Start and don't start with the Sunday night baseball. That contracts up. Don't start. Make yeah. everybody start on the second. Yeah. I would. Um, I liked it a lot better.
0: Uh just another side note. Since we're kind of in a rant here, do you see Matt Vasgersian was doing Sunday night baseball? Yeah. I like that. I don't know how. I normal think is a douche.
1: You don't like him? No. I He am, said some things in the past that are just scratch your head. I really enjoy him. I think he can be very solid. There are days that I'm like, I want to like him, but right. just some questionable things. He said the guy was injured for like the Cardinals back in the day, and he just... I can't remember the comment, but he made some just bonehead mistakes. And it was like, I get it as a commentator, bonehead things happen, but still, I'm not a huge fan of him. And I, I
0: like A-Rod a lot better than Boone. I think A-Rod's great. Oh, A-Rod's...
1: And Boone wasn't bad. No. But I I think A Rod's been great. Yeah. And how about the Phillies? Just a debacle of a managerial start. You you think so? Well, did you see? Guy hadn't thrown any warm up pitches out of the and, bowl they, and They brought him in. Brought yeah, him yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. So the umpire and the other team complained, and he goes, "This guy's going to get hurt." Right. Like that's. And
0: I know. I mean, Gabe Ka- Kapler's a a, a first, first time first coach. Yeah. But yeah, no. Um, just bonehead things that you I, see. I read an article that you know one game in. The beat writer for the Phillies and some fans were questioning his lineup. His lineup changed drastically from game one to game two, um, so like I, I sometimes you got to let a guy just be. You ever right. watch a movie Draft Day? Yes. About the the yeah. Brown. Sometimes
1: yeah. you you have to just be. If you're in charge, just be in charge. Yep. And don't let others tell you right or wrong.
0: Right. I so. think as Dribble or uh, uh, Herrera didn't even play in center field that first game, and that's where he's always played. So. Yeah.
1: Just it. Sometimes, though, you got to be in charge. So. Yep. All right, Jeff, let's wrap it up. Sure. Uh, let's go our curtain call-ish type of thing today. Okay. It's a little more baseball-related, though. so uh, My curtain call for you, it's about a three- or four-part question. What type of music did you listen to? Were you a rock, rap, country guy for your walk-up song? Okay. Is the walk-up song for the purpose of a song you enjoy, a song to pump you up, or a song to pump the fans up? And if you had a pump up song right now, what would it be? Um, so okay, I, I know that's somewhat of
0: a loaded question with multiple avenues, but go ahead. Um, we had walk up songs during our college days. Yeah, um, I was more of a rap guy. I really was. I think every rap or every walk up song I ever had was a rap song. Okay. Um, I like something that that you know. For me, I got I got to feel a good vibe going into the, you know, um now now that you know I'm I'm some years removed, um I don't listen to a whole lot of rap anymore. I'm nope. more of an alternative um not really metal, but you know, more of a guitar and drums kind of guy. Yeah. Um, but I wanted something that got the crowd, you know, kind of bopping. I I I you know, you feel it off the fans. Um so if I could if I could do something now, um I don't I would go something a little more rocky, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't go now, is it to get the crowd involved rock or is it a song you like rock? Because some guys come out to like a country song and I'm like, that's the more I enjoy that song. Right. I, I would be more of something that I enjoy, I think. Um, you know, I'm not going the the violins that Evan Longoria comes up to. Oh, I love it. Um, I love that. Um but yeah, some I I don't know if I have one off the top of my head that I would come up to, but I'm real strategic about it, real picky. Um, but something that, you know, I, that really got me going, got my head really ready to say, I'm about to take this dude, you know, four fifty in the trees. Not that I ever did, but no. something of that, that okay. realm. So, okay.
1: So a a song that the fans might get into, but more it's you.
0: Yeah. Cool.
1: Cool. Yeah. So, um, I guess I'll answer the same thing. I've never liked the country songs to walk up to. They're not yeah. a pump up song. To right. Me. Um, if, if you mix country and rap, what, you know what you get? crap okay you know so i don't want that stuff going on um i'm okay with the rap you know if it's what pumps you up kind of thing but i'm more like i want some guitar riffs sure i want some heavy metal i'm gonna knock your socks off and more it's almost like i had a song that a woman screamed at the top of her lungs then a guitar riff just comes in yeah when i walked out i was like i want it to be more i'm psyching with the pitcher Okay. Was my thought process. All right. Um, but I think there's a few situations like now I'm, I still want something where I'm coming out. It's more for me.
0: Yep.
1: Um, I might've played this song for you, but I'm going to play the beginning of it. I want that heavy metal though. Okay. And then it ends up they're dueling and the drums start beating. That's what I want. And I'm taking my sweet time to listen to as much as the song I like. up. Oh yeah. But, uh, I like that heaviness. Sure. But in the ninth inning, if it's a good situation, not a clut, not, you know, everybody in the crowd's already crazy, but I want a song that's going to kind of get everybody to stand up and and move and and do those things. So I'm going to play you the other thing, and it's from the movie that, uh, like, Rock Hero or something that uh, Jennifer Aniston and uh, Marky Mark were in. Okay, So it's... uh, the fake band and he's the screamer but it it, it says stand up and shout okay so like uh, so you see you like this stuff this is what it says if i know what part of the song it even does
0: Because I want oh, the crowd yeah. to stand up and start yelling, get oh, a yeah. little excited. So. See, well, during during my days, I mean, you know, I had, I was one that had two different ones. So I had one for like game one, game two, perfect switching at bats. Um, I think it, I. When was, have you ever seen Anthony Rizzo, um, in Chicago? Yeah, multiple times. Have you ever noticed "Bad Blood" is one of his from Taylor Swift? Yeah, yeah. He's had a couple of Taylor Swift songs. Yeah, I think. yeah.
1: I, you know, one that kind of gets the crowd going. That's always in the middle innings, I've noticed, too, yep. which he knows what he's doing. He oh, set yeah. that up. And then he... he uh, what did he have for a while? It was something like uh, some dance music or <laughs> right. something. Yeah. Like, you know, but the guy's fun. Having yep. fun. I, I don't know. That's just a fun one we could talk about for a while. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah. That's another episode of Baseball Rants, though. It has been. It, it, it's been fun. Um, now, I think that you... We change schedules up starting a little next week. We're going to figure that out. We'll let you know on uh, Twitter at Rants Baseball. Yep. Follow us there. We do a lot of uh, highlights. Do a lot of uh, cool things that we th- like to see on Twitter. So we'll retweet those or oh uh, yeah, kind of promote what we like too. But yeah, uh, yeah. Check us out on there. We'll uh, have the updated schedule for everybody and yep. uh, go from there. So, uh, Pocket Cast, Anchor app, Apple, Google, whatever your phone is. Download the apps. Listen to us. Yeah, we have a lot of fun doing this. Yep, we're gonna keep having fun doing it. We're yep. gonna do it all summer long, and uh,
0: yep. Eventually, whenever I get around to it, we'll be on Spotify. Spotify. I don't um, know how to set up Spotify. Yep, we'll and, get there. Um, uh, we're
1: gonna set up a blog here soon as well for yep. just random thoughts. Or, yep. Or, or you know that would be almost like a two or three minute segment of thought process. Uh, yep. Nothing deep. Nothing, but a little bit of fun for us. So yep. uh, yeah, for uh, at. J H X L I V. Yep. Which is 44. Yep. As for Coach Kilgore9 at Ranch Baseball, thanks for checking us out and uh, tune in next week.